Good evening. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. What time is it over <laughs> there in New Zealand? It's just after 6 p.m. Okay, so it's, it's, it's afternoon, five hours ahead. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we crack on with the 11 questions. I'm ready. I'm excited. Okay, cool. Yep, let's do it. Okay. Um, first one is, what's your favorite way to move your body? What's the favorite way to move my body? Well, recently I've been really into handstands for the last few months. Uh, it's something that I've never been able to do and I really, I've always wanted to. So I just started throwing myself um, at it. And yeah, I tend to do that every day now. It really gets the, the body, it kind of wakes it up, gets the blood circulating and I'm getting better. So it's kind of rewarding as well. Awesome. That's really yeah. good. And Handstanding there. Keeps the doctor away. <laughs> 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 Sounds good. Or at least overcoming your fear daily. Mm, definitely, yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, when I told a friend that I was going to be interviewing another friend who's a chef, mm -hmm. the first thing she wanted to know was, what is your favorite utensil and why? Okay. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have a very special spatula. It's a black silicone very simple you know the flexible silicone ones um mm -hmm. but it has a very sturdy handle so the end is flexible and the and this and the, the, the handle piece is quite uh, steady um and i've had it for quite a few years i think my mum had it at home at some point as well and she's used it quite a lot and when i was doing my supper clubs i would take it with me and use i don't know it's just something i kind of connected to and used it quite a lot and it's been through a lot of dishes um yeah <laughs> That's what comes to mind. Cool. Okay. Um, what seemed like the worst thing to happen to you, but actually turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to you? Um, I think going into, so being depressed, like going into a deep depression or um, state to be able to empathize with how other people feel when they feel depressed and why people go down routes of drug addiction, alcohol addiction, many different addictions and suicides even and empathizing, understanding, um, mm. that kind of, you know, the why behind, now, they're not crazy people. They're not people that have lost it. They're not, they're going through, um, a very deep, um, and severe despair and they feel very alone and you know, all the things that come with depression. And I guess it was just that it was horrible, but it gave me a chance to learn about it and be able to empathize, I guess, because it's quite a big thing at the moment in the world, I, I, I kind of feel. And um, I guess if you don't experience it, then you can't empathize. So. Yeah, totally. I get that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, next question is, what or who are you listening to the most at the moment? Yeah, this could be a podcast, mm -hmm. music, a TED talk, whatever. I'd say Gary V. <laughs> Gary V. Um, he's quite big on social media at the moment. He's he's got a social media company, and he's grown it um, over the last few years. He talks about um, a lot about online marketing. Um, he, he has motiva motivational speak, spe um, speaks and talks, but he 
because I'm trying to grow my online business, I guess his talks are very interesting and how he talks about audio being um, part of the future more than visual. Like at the moment it's quite visual, but it's going to um, transfer onto audio. Um, mm. That's why I'm trying, trying out the podcast, for example. But yeah, I just, to be honest, I go into YouTube and I go through phases. At the moment it's Gary Vee, um, but it, it changes all the time. I find lots of mentors and um, information and interesting people um, on YouTube. Cool. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. The next one is who is in your tribe? Who, who are the people you reach out to first when you're feeling down or maybe alone or sad or yeah. Anything like that. Um, so over the last couple of years, I've got really close like with my mum. So I guess, although I'm, I'm a person that will um, keep it to myself. Most, of, I mean, that's a ma- that's quite a male thing, but at the same time, I do it. Um, I do that a lot. Like I'll have problems and I'll kind of brush them off, or I'll deal deal with them myself, or um, mm. I won't see them as problems. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I guess my mom. Um, I've got a really good friend here in in Vietnam, who's. I say she's like my second mum. She's she's always there. Um, Yeah. Cool. Nice. Hmm. Okay. Uh, What was the biggest and most worthwhile risk you've ever taken and why? Um, trying Trying to think of one in particular because I feel like I'm taking risks all the time, like with my lifestyle. Mm. Um, but I'd say the first biggest one that I made was when I finished uni and I chose to grab a backpack and just head off to Asia, um, with no plan, just a one way flight, um, having loads of job, (laughs) having loads of job opportunities, um, at that, in that moment, um, it was so clear to me, but at the same time, I think back now and like, that was quite a big risk. Like maybe I would have just gone to Asia and got lost in Asia and then lost that opportunity as well to come back and get them opportunity, them job opportunities or career opportunities. It hasn't been that way. It's mm. been very positive, but definitely probably one of the big, and that kind of um, initiated um, risk-taking in my life, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, it, and it's one where people would be like, no, no, follow the money. So, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a risk that not everyone would take. Okay, cool. Um, what skill would you like to learn next? Okay. Well, I'd like to write a book. So I'd like to maybe learn how to write better, like how to put my ideas on paper. But then at the same time, maybe I'll go straight into audio. So I won't need that. Um, Mm. I don't know. Related to human psychology, emotional um like dealing with people it's like i'm i'm stuck in i'm i'm a chef i'm i've been a chef for years it's kind of been my medium to survive and it's also my passion and i kind of want to step away from that and um it's kind of why i'm doing these interviews i don't know dealing with people coaching mm. that kind of i'm not i'm not actually sure to be honest but i'm looking at transitioning 
um, away from cooking as such. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see where things go. But yeah, maybe <laughs> writing, maybe um, like learning how to speak better, like do talks, be, learn how to how learn how to um, engage more verbally, and maybe writing as well. Mm. Nice. Mm. Okay. Um, how do you feel about pet ownership? Okay, I've gone through phases with this one. When I was a strict mm. vegan, I thought it was terrible. Um, and maybe it was when we started doing it. Um, because at the end mm. of the day, it's exploitation of animals for our own kind of satisfaction and entertainment and company. But if we wind forward to today, when it's been happening for decades, and there are loads of um, homeless animals, that, which are domesticated to begin with, so they can't survive on their own, then I guess adopting homeless animals today is a good thing because you give them a better life than what they would have without you. But then I wouldn't mm. breed. I don't think breeding is a... I'm against breeding because that's what started it in the first place um, out of selfish interest. Um, so, yeah, mm. it's kind of a contrast of views there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what were the most surprising things you learned while traveling? Biggest probably is that when you travel to different countries and cultures, especially when they're so very different to the ones you were born and brought up in, um, you see that there's many different ways to see life, uh, many different mm -hmm. ways to do things, live life, religions, like thoughts, ideas. There's this, so there's just such a contrast of ideas and everything's relative. There is no one way or one correct way or wrong way. It's, it's just all different. And that being, um, being a witness of that, I guess it helps you be more yourself um, to come out of that shell and cultural um, limitation that you're brought up in, that pressure to like be a certain thing or become a certain something. Um, you have, you, I found that, um, encouragement or empowerment by witnessing mm. that to become more myself and express be okay with my weirdness I guess because we're all weird we're all different so to be okay yeah. with that uniqueness and weirdness that I have um, I, I still I'm still mm. working on it like it's not easy um, in today's world there's a lot of pressure there's a lot of um, I don't know from family from friends from from the world in general, like cultural views and I don't know, status and lots of different pressures. But I guess, yeah, yeah. that's probably the biggest thing that I've learned that it's okay to be you and it's, it's, it's the best way. It's the only way. Mm. Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. What do you think happens when we die? No idea. And it doesn't really interest me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I'm never going to find out. So, what's the point in wasting time and finding out when you can't? It's like trying mm. to find the meaning of life. Like you could you could go around in circles forever. I mean, you can give one meaning today and it can change tomorrow. And like, there is no ultimate answer um, to to anything really, and less to afterlife because it's not even part of this life. <laughs> so, I guess it doesn't really interest me, to be honest. Okay. No, that's cool.
Okay. And last question is, what was the best piece of advice you've ever received? Best part of advice? Um, let me think. I'm blank on this one. Uh, okay, yeah. Coherency. So a lady that lives near me in Spain where I was brought up, um, she always said to me that it's very important to be coherent with oneself. So you think something, you feel something, and then you act. A lot of the time we think something, we feel it's good to do, like we want to do it or it feels right, but then we don't do it out of fear. Or mm. we think something and we feel it's wrong, but we do it. You know, so there's an incoherency. So being coherent, so that, that line of three steps is in line. It's... Um, so I found that a very good piece of advice. And when you are in line, then things seem to flow. Um, whatever the outcome, like even if it's something that you know you have to say, but it's going to affect someone, but you know it's the right thing to do, then you do it. It's even though the outcome might seem negative in the moment, in the long term, it's that's what you should, that's what you're meant to, that's what you feel needs to be done and that's what you should do. And then same with positive, like it's this feeling, thinking, feeling and acting upon how you feel not so much on analyzing what you're thinking and what you should say or do, but more on the feeling. Like if it feels right to do it, then you should. I don't know if that makes sense. It, it does. It does. And I guess <laughs> I'm sitting here going, wow, that's really good advice. But how many yeah. people in the world really follow that? And yes. Even, even my- <laughs> Sorry. And acts as well. Like, I, I know for myself that it, that this moment, many, many moments where I think one way, feel it, don't do it, or mm. think some way, feel it's wrong, do it anyway, and then feel terrible afterwards. So I know. I think it's, it's like a it's like when learning curve. <laughs> it's a silly, silly example. Is like when you you've got a meeting or you you're going out with some friends tonight, right? And a couple of hours before, you feel really down. You're like, I really don't want to go out, but you've made this promise to your friends to go out, so you go out. And then you have a shit night because you didn't want to go out, you know? And then you get mm-hmm. home, you go, why did I do why do you why do I do that to myself? Like if you really don't feel like going out, then it's not it's not fair on you, but it's not fair on the other people either, because you're not gonna be in a good mood. But we still do it. It's just really, really weird. It's like we have a fear of letting other people down. And, well, there's infinite fears. But yeah, that's a silly example yeah. for you. <laughs> we do them things all the time. Everybody's living for everybody else instead of um respecting oneself which also involves respecting the others in the long term but we always yeah act upon what we think others may think or what may happen or i don't know yeah it's a lot simpler we think about we what complicate we think. things <laughs> we think and we think and we think <laughs> oh we love that we love a bit of that a bit of thinking <laughs> oh we're addicted we're compulsive thinkers <laughs> i include myself yeah oh dear but that is very, very good advice, that coherency. Yeah. I've, I've used up all my questions and I, I had so many more. Is that <laughs> so, but anyway. Sorry? Is that 11 already? Yeah. Yeah, right. I know. It was really fast. <laughs> but that's awesome. Like, I like, um, it, it, it's felt to me like it's flowed quite nicely. Like, it's been back and forth and it's quite concise. Maybe people would prefer that more concise and more. I don't know, straight to the point. (laughs) (laughs) 
Who knows? <laughs> we'll um, find out. I think that, that was really nice. I really enjoyed that. Hopefully the oh, listeners a will, pleasure. will agree and enjoy too. Yeah. Cool. Thank you so much. No, you're Maybe. welcome. You take Maybe. care of yourself. Next time I'll have to ask you the 11 questions. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll try. You'll have to ask me completely new ones. So I don't yeah, know. I'll, I'll be changing them soon. Yeah, I'll be changing them soon. Sweet. Okay, Catherine. Thank you so much. You have a good day. All right. Good evening. All right. You too. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye.